It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome in to another edition of Locked On Titans. I'm Jimmy Morris, joined as always by Terry Lambert. Terry, what's going on tonight? Nothing too much. What's going on with you? Not too much. Terry's really excited about Tua and uh, Alabama's come from behind win in the national championship game. So uh, I'm really glad, happy for him about that. <laughs> so um, I, I'm only I'm only rooting for teams with Hawaiian quarterbacks from now on. That's my new that's my new thing. Um, anyway, so that was fun to watch and uh, cool to hear Marcus comment on that today. Obviously, he and Tua have been friends for a while and and both being from Hawaii and all that stuff. So anyway, that was fun. Um, before we get started. We write for MusicCityMiracles.com, covering the Titans for SB Nation. You can check our work out there. Uh, a lot of cool stuff there. We've got all 22 review up from our buddy Mike, uh, who does a really great job with those. So check that out uh, if you haven't already. Uh, breaking down the Chiefs game that we just finished. So um, we're there. You can subscribe to the ti- to the podcast on iTunes or wherever else you get your podcasts. Locked on Titans, just search it. Subscribe. You'll get the new episodes as soon as they are available. Um, all right, so the Titans are back on the practice field today. Uh, it was kind of a normal first day of the week. Uh, DeMarco Murray didn't practice, but Mike Malarkey, per usual, uh, is not ready to declare him out yet. He's day-to-day. Uh, Bill Belichick, as we, talk, as we speak right now, is, is up scheming things to try to stop DeMarco Murray. Uh, gamesmanship at its finest. Um, I, I don't think there's any way DeMarco plays in this game, uh, but who knows? I mean, we'll, we'll obviously monitor that as the week goes along. Logan Ryan and Quentin Spain were both held out of practice today as well. Uh, they said after practice, those, those were precautionary. Uh, Spain had his back that acted up last week at the end of the week, but he was still able to play. He got through the game without any, without any issues. Logan Ryan has had the ankle injury, and he's been, about, he's been battling for a couple of weeks. Um, so it gave him a, a maintenance day, which is not uncommon for guys, veteran guys at this point in the season. And we talked about it kind of as we've gone along here. I mean, it, it's really remarkable that the Titans are as healthy as they are heading into this game. So, um, you know, obviously got to the Chiefs game without any without any issues, so that's really what, what you'd like to see. Yeah, and on the Patriots side, you know, we've, we've kind of talked off air about these running backs and, and their status being up in the air. Uh, Rex Burkhead... James White both limited today for the Patriots. Mike Gillisley didn't go, so uh, it's you know they're limited. Obviously, uh, active is good. Uh, I would guess that that we're probably going to see a, a full steam ahead Patriots attack, uh, which is not good news. So uh, Alan Branch and Chris Hogan were also held out uh, or limited. I'm sorry. Uh, so the Patriots are pretty healthy. Uh, they were not healthy three or four weeks ago, and, and it shows. You know, you, you kind of saw the offense struggle. Uh, you saw them go down to, to Miami and lose the game. So, uh, I don't know. It, it's interesting. I I kind of get the feel that this isn't your typical Patriots team that's just going to steamroll people. Uh, they seem to be vulnerable. You know, you saw that in the first two or three weeks of the season. Uh, against Deshaun Watson, against Cam Newton. So it's been done before uh, this year. Uh, this defensive group, you know, as we said last night, they don't really scare you. Uh, the offensive attack, it, it, something's not not all the way right. Now, it, it is the playoffs, so you expect them to get right. And you've got this, this article now with ESPN. So 
Uh, what do you think? Is that article going to create pissed off Tom Brady, or is that kind of going to be a distraction? It's an interesting thing. Like you said, there, there's a lot of stuff going on around this team, right? You've got the article that you know basically talks about the fracture between Kraft and Belichick and Brady. Um, issues going on there between who gets the most credit for the dynasty, the Jimmy Garoppolo trade, Tom Brady's quote guru or whatever that they don't let come on team trips anymore. I mean, it's it's all this different stuff that's going on kind of behind the scenes with them. Um, Then, I mean, you also have got Josh McDaniels, Matt Patricia, who have been interviewing for jobs last week. Um, I would imagine that both of them probably end up being head coaches somewhere next season. Um, so I mean, there's a potential for a lot of distractions around that team. But we know that they have a knack of putting all that stuff outside when it comes to playing football. Uh, I was going to say on Sundays, this game's on Saturday, but I mean, the, the point remains. They have a, they have a way of, of shutting out distractions. And, you know, that the angry Tom Brady narrative has been a thing ever since the Flategate. Um, and, you know, you, you've seen when you, you don't want to play him when he's pissed off. Um, and so I don't know. I don't, I don't know what this article does to them. It'll be interesting to see. You know, it's one of those things where I think it'll cause one of a couple things. I mean, it could be a rallying thing for them. But if there's fracture in that locker room, whatever, um, and, and it's probably overblown. It's probably not that big of a deal um, because if this is going on with, with, with Tom Brady's guy and, and the credit and all that stuff, it's probably been going on for a while. So it's not like just because it's out in the light of the public now that it really changes anything about it. But I, I – with Bill Belichick, with Tom Brady, I just I don't see them letting something like this creep in and you know ruin their chances at, at getting another title. They they again they they've done a really great job throughout the years of of shutting out distractions. I mean you can think about just all the scandals and the Aaron Hernandez. I mean just all the stuff that has gone on around this team. And year in and year out, they're still you know one of the best teams in the league. So I would like to think that that the article is is going to do something and it gives the Titans a better chance to win. But at the end of the day, it's probably much about nothing. And like I said, this stuff has been going on. Or if if, if all that is true, let's say it's been going on for some time now. So it's not like it's anything new that that's cropped up this week. Really, the bigger thing is how healthy are they? Like you said, do they get those running backs back? Um, you know, can, can Chris Hogan play? That, that's kind of what I'll be watching. But, you know, we were talking a little bit before we jumped on here. We can talk about defensive numbers uh, that, that the Patriots posted this year and, and how it's not a really really that scary of a group. But at the end of the day, the, the Tom Brady is the concern, right? And, and we've seen this defense has been good. Uh, they, they've had a lot of good games this year. They, they've kept this team in a lot of games. But when they faced against really good quarterbacks, they've had a lot of struggles. Yeah, I'm with you. Uh, I don't think this this article is is going to do nothing. Uh, you're, I mean, you just worry about Tom Brady. This is this is group's what seventeenth time doing this. Uh, so they've been here before. I don't think they're going to let this stand in their way. So um, yeah, it, like you said, the defense has been great, but the schedule has been soft. Uh, anybody will tell you that. So. Uh, last really good quarterback they faced was probably Jimmy Garoppolo, uh, ironically. And he tore him up at San Francisco. Uh, of course, he faced Alex Smith last week, but after Kelsey left the game, it, everything changed. And, and, and to be fair, they were tearing the Titans apart with, with Kelsey over the middle. Um, so, he, obviously, you've got Gronk this week. So, uh, I'm interested to see if the game plan changes at all. Uh, 
Kelsey was going to kill them all night long. Uh, and the Titans caught a break with with him exiting the ball game, and it really changed the whole dynamic of the game. So uh, Gronk is obviously the best tight end in the league. Uh, we've seen the Titans come at tight ends with a number of different players, from Bayard to Cyprian to Jayon Brown. There's not a good matchup on this team. Obviously, Kevin Bayard's the guy you want on him, but he can't do it all. You're going to see Gronk get some snaps on Jonathan Cyprian. Uh, maybe even Jayon Brown, and, and that's just that's not going to work. Um, so uh, if there's one spot where I'm really, really worried about, it's Gronk in the middle of the field. Yeah, and like you said, they obviously didn't have an answer for Kelsey. Now, I would hope that the, that Dick LeBeau would scheme something up where you're mainly seeing Bayard in coverage against, against Gronkowski. You know, I mean, I, I don't know how many people can shut out Gronkowski. How many people have shut out Gronkowski? But you got to figure, you know, you got an all-pro safety. Why not use him in that way? However, they they weren't doing that with Kelsey uh, in the game against the Chiefs, and we we saw what that was doing to for the Chiefs' offense to this Titans' defense. And so, I mean, I, I guess there's no reason to think that they'll change anything this week, but. Man, if you get Cyprian in coverage on Gronkowski, I mean that's just that's that's touchdowns waiting to happen. So you're you're you got to be a little bit nervous about that. The flip side of it is the Titans' offense, right? And um, what they were able to do in the second half, especially against Kansas City with Derrick Henry, um, with him just ripping off his big runs. And you know, again, we we talked about it the last couple podcasts, but it was good to see him change his running style a little bit, um, taking what was there, getting up the field, you know, the kind of stuff that, that you want to see from him. This is another good opportunity for him. The The Patriots defense is, I think, 30th uh, DVOA against a run. So, you know, the, obviously the recipe for anybody going up against Tom Brady, but especially a defense that we feel like is suspect, especially in the, on the back end against, against a guy like him, um, is to – to control the ball, to control time of possession, to keep Tom Brady on the sideline. That, that's the best chance Titans are going to have to win. And, you know, you, you feel a little bit better. We talked last week a lot about, you know, could the Titans take advantage of a plus matchup? Because we had seen times over the last few weeks where on paper they had a matchup that should be favorable for them in the running game, and they weren't able to take advantage of it. They did that in Kansas City, so that gives you maybe a little bit more confidence in – them being able to do it again this week. Uh, the Patriots, I would say, are a little bit better on defense than, than the Chiefs are. Not not much, but a little bit better. Um, their main thing, though, is their, the, the bend but don't break thing. And, and we've seen that Titans this year, but the Patriots are you know even more so. they 29th in the league in yards allowed per game on defense, but they are 5th in the league in points allowed. So you you see the the wide gap there as as far as they they give up yards, but you know once you get it, you know around the twenty, that's when they really tighten up and it, and it's hard to find those windows and stuff. And we've we've talked a lot about the Titans you know inefficiencies in the red zone this year, um, and and so I mean this is going to be a, a game where they're going to have probably some of those opportunities. How much can they take advantage of? Yeah, and you look at this team, and all I need to know is what they are against the run and they rank 20th against the run in the league right now so that's that's a matchup the titans are going to have to exploit 
And, you know, I, you kind of saw this team figure something out in the second half against the Chiefs. Uh, they did something that they haven't done all year. They did something that we've been begging them to do and spread it out and still run the football. So instead of the jumbo sets, instead of two, three tight ends, uh, instead of all that, you, you know, instead of jamming everything together, you spread everything out and you throw Derrick Henry up the middle. So uh, I think they found something there. I think that's a base for this offense going forward if no changes are made. Uh, the no huddle stuff worked great. But but really last week, um, getting those defenders out of the box and, and hitting them hard with Derrick Henry really worked. So uh, when you look at the Patriots' front seven, it's their weakness. And that's kind of odd to say because you see them draft so many front seven guys. But – Really, there's just not a lot there that, that really scares you. Uh, Malcolm Brown is probably their best interior player. Uh, you've got Trey Flowers on the edge. But on the other side, you're talking about James Harrison, uh, who had two sacks against the Jets, but you don't know how much he's got left. And, and I would guess that that's a re- there's a reason why he didn't play in Pittsburgh. You know, he, He's an older guy. There's probably not a whole lot left in the tank. There's not a lot in this linebacker core. Uh, so, you know, the Patriots are, are solid in the secondary, even though the numbers don't really suggest that. I think this is a spot where you can really take over this game with Derrick Henry and maybe slow things down. Uh, I don't know that you really want to run uh, and, and get in a hurry to hand the ball back to Tom Brady. Uh, so maybe this is a spot where you, you still keep the spread look, but maybe you slow it down a little bit and just kind of try to grind out three, four yards of run and really shorten this game. Yeah, and, you know, the Titans have obviously been a better offense in the no huddle. And we've talked about that. we talked about how much more comfortable Mario looks in that, you know, in that set. But like you said, is that something you want to use against this team? So coming up, we'll talk a little bit more about that and just kind of a couple other things that we think are going to be important uh, for the offense to get done this weekend. Matt Williamson brings the scouts' perspective to the Locked On NFL podcast. You got to talk 2018 quarterbacks. Josh Allen has the best quarterback record aside from Lamar Jackson, but the lowest completion percentage other than Josh Rosen. He's just been a complete garbage for the most part when he's been allowed to play. Yeah, let's throw a couple nuggets out on Allen, and I know he's a lot bigger a lot stronger, but he kind of reminds me of early career RG3. What's kind of remarkable about Allen is he is so gifted, and he got better, I thought, this past year, which is encouraging with the anticipatory throws and the touch of his throws, but his deep ball passing is like the worst in the league. Hear Matt with co-host Brian Peacock every day on Locked On NFL. Subscribe or follow today wherever you get your podcasts. Okay, so yeah, like you were saying, I mean, I think it's a valid point in that, you know, how much hurry up do you want to use against this team? Um, We've talked about Marcus and how how much more comfortable he looks when he's out there. He's the one calling the plays when they go to that, um, making all the checks and all that kind of stuff. And he's done great in that. And there will be times in this game where they will need to use that for sure. But you don't want to make that the the basis of what you're doing against this team because that means that Tom Brady's getting the ball back more often. And look, I love Marcus Mariota. Um, No doubt in my mind that he's he's the guy for this franchise. He's a franchise quarterback. When it's all said and done, he'll be, you know, top five quarterback in the league. 
But still, you know, if you're telling me, you know, do you want the ball in Tom Brady's hands or, or Marcus Mariota's, Mariota's hands, you're going to pick Tom Brady at this point still in his career. Um, and, and just with this offense in general, uh, you, you don't feel real confident about them being able to go out there and execute play in and play out what they need to do to march in the field to get points as often as they're probably going to need to. And, that, and that's the concern for me. And, and you were talking about it before we jumped on here. We've seen so many miscommunications this year with Mariota and the receiver. You know, generally, you know, after the game, Mike Malarkey will say it was the receiver's fault. He didn't run this or he was supposed to do whatever it may be. Um, it's impossible for us to know exactly what goes on there. Regardless, there there are plenty of times throughout every game this season. I mean, you can you can go back through the entire you know sixteen game regular season and even you know in the playoffs last week, and you can point to at least a couple of different plays where it looks like either a receiver knew what he was supposed to do, or Marcus thought a receiver was going to do one thing and then did something different. So we've seen so much of that this year. You can't afford those types of mistakes. You can't afford those types of mistakes in the playoffs. You can't afford them against the Patriots. You definitely can't afford them in Foxborough against the Patriots. So that's the thing that that, that gives me, I guess, the most concern in this matchup is I I feel like the offense is going to be able to move the ball. I feel like they can get the run game going. They can establish the run this week like they did last week against Kansas City. Obviously, probably not to that you know, extent because you're, you're probably not going to see Derrick Henry average, you know, eight yards a carry in the second half in this game. But I think there'll be, there, there will be some plays there to be had. I think there'll be some yards there to be had, but they're going to have to consistently do it. And you can't have breakdowns against this team, against the Patriots. And I just, I don't have confidence that the Titans can play that clean of a game considering, you know, every week Mike Malarkey on Monday is saying, well, you know, we're this close to playing a, playing a perfect game. And once we put it all together, this is going to happen. Well, you know, we're we're through 17 games now. They still haven't put that game together. And I just – I mean, it would be great if it happened this week. But I, I just don't have any confidence that they'll be actually be able to do it at this point. Yeah, at some point it becomes who you are. And I think that's where we are. So uh, the, the thing that stands out to me, looking back to last week, this defense has to get off the bus. Uh, we've got to get a, f- a fast start. Uh, you're not going to spot Tom Brady 14 points. You're not going to go down 21 to three and and beat Tom Brady because Tom Brady is not going to let up. He will score 60 on you and he won't think twice about it. So I, I think starting fast is a key and it's something we haven't seen the Titans do all season long and it has driven me crazy. So I think in the first you know. 10, 12 minutes, we're going to have a pretty good idea of whether or not the Titans are even going to have a shot here. Uh, you know, all that all that talk about slowing down the game and, and you know, feeding Derrick Henry, it all goes out the window if you go down 14 nothing. So you got to stay close. The defense has to come out, get a stop. You know, if they score a, a touchdown on the opening script, that's fine. you gotta you got to respond. You can't give up another one. So, uh, running the football is, is is the key for the Titans. If they do it, they're going to have a chance. Uh, but at the same time, you, you can't get down. Yeah, and, and like you said, I, th- I think it's a, it's a great point. We have not seen this team start fast at all this year, right? There hasn't been a single game this year where they started fast. And it was an issue last year too, but we did see – a few games, like you think back to that Packers game last year, where the, where the Titans kind of came out on fire. They haven't done that this year. They didn't do that Saturday in Arrowhead. And you know, like you said, twenty-one to three, 
I, I, I can't see the Titans being able to dig out of that hole in Foxborough because it seemed like, to, to some extent, the Chiefs took their foot off the gas a little bit. Now, there were some other circumstances there with Kelsey going to the game and all that kind of stuff, too. The Pagers aren't going to do that. They will, like you said, they'll hang 60 like it's nothing, and then, then they'll take their foot off the gas. And so they're not going to be able to do that. The, the Titans haven't. This is a stat that blew my mind that you know they mentioned in, in the broadcast on Saturday night. It's been like a month since the Titans have gotten a first down on their first drive of the game. Yeah. Like that, that is <laughs> mind-boggling. And again, you're talking about the script, right? The, the, the Patriots are going to come out of it. Every team scripts the first, what, 15, 20 plays, whatever it is. And I think we talked about this before. But anyway, I, I'm still just – my mind is blown that the Terry Rubisky script hasn't gotten a first down. <laughs> In a month. Are you really like, surprised just, by that? Well, no, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not really surprised by that. But the, the, this this guy's an offensive coordinator in, in the NFL, and he can't figure out how to how to take advantage of, of a defense at all when he has all week. But that's the thing that scares me. Like you said, we've seen so many games this year where, they, where they've where they've dug a hole, and then they've clawed back and been able to to you know get the game close in the fourth quarter and win. You know, and, and so you, for, from one hand, you feel good about if this game is close in the fourth quarter, I, I'm going to have confidence at that point that they're going to be able to at, at least, you know, make it competitive and, and maybe pull it out because we've seen them do that so many times this year. But, yeah, the fear is that it's, it's 28 to 3, 28 to 10 at halftime, and, and the game's already over because, again, it, it's just completely different. It's completely different being down like that against the Patriots than anybody else because – they're going to keep scoring points. They're not going to stop. So, I don't know. I mean, I I feel like that there, will, like I said, there will be some plays to to be had against this defense. But at the end of the day, it's just you know when you look at Tom Brady on the other side and the fact that yeah, this defense, like I said, they, they've been better than most of us thought they would be coming into the season. But I don't know. I just I I don't feel great about their chances going up against Tom Brady. No, and you know we're kind of seeing the legend of Marcus Mariota be born here in the playoffs really after a down year. So that's kind of interesting. I just want to see the guy with a chance to win the game in the fourth quarter. I mean, how cool would that be? Go to Foxborough and, you know, in your second career playoff game and have a chance to beat Tom Brady. So I hope the Titans can put him in that, in that spot uh, because he's come up big the last two times he's the last two weeks he's been in that spot. So, uh, I, I think we're seeing some maturity come out of him. We're seeing some some progression come from him in, in the spread look. Uh, so I hope the Titans can just keep it close, keep it respectable, and, and give eight a chance to win because it's been really fun to watch. Yeah, and you made the point, uh, I think, back two weeks ago about just the importance of getting playoff experience for these guys and you know that that's something that that we we should we should have been rooting for. You know, when the conversation about whether we should root for them to win or not, um, which again I thought was a little bit ridiculous. But again, this is like there's no there's no greater stage than going to Foxborough. You know, in the primetime game on Saturday night against the Patriots. Um, and so there's a lot of you know invaluable experience that these guys, Marcus Mariota and everybody else, will gain from being in this game. So that's something that you know. And again, I don't know. I mean, I I like to like I was telling Terry before we started recording 
I, there was about 10, 12% of me, I'll say, last week that thought the Titans had a chance to win against the Chiefs. Um, you, you could you could look through the matchups and say, okay, they, they have some advantages here. Maybe that maybe they can maybe they can pull it off. I, I, it's not that high this week. I, I just don't. <laughs> I, I, I I'm trying. I really am. And you know, I got a, I got blasted on Twitter last week for not having faith. I'm trying to, but just when you break it down, it, it's hard for me to see it happening. But to 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 know where this roster is, where it was two years ago, where it is now, to talk about getting experiences like this that this team is getting, to think that they're going to be a lot more talented next year, adding a few more pieces on offense and defense. Um, you know, they're going to be that much further ahead than they would have been had they lost to the Jaguars in Week 17 and not, not ever been able to be here. So there, there is something to that. And again, I've said it before, but we kind of sound like Vandy fans when we have these conversations. We're trying to take the moral victories. And, I, and I'm really not trying to do that. I hope they go up there and win. But, you know, when, when you step back and look at this season – um, the the fact that they made it to the divisional round, I think you have to consider that that part of it a success. And like you you said before we started, I mean, the the Titans are one win away from the FC Championship game. They're two wins away from the Super Bowl. And while we don't feel good about the chances there, that's something that that is something, and it, it's a it's a place this franchise hasn't been in a really long time. Yeah, how how wild is that? I mean, I thought about that all week. One game away from the AFC title, uh, so that's just weird. I, just a weird season. Just and I've said that almost every podcast. Just such a weird time to be a Titans fan. You know, you go from potentially talking about a coaching search, how oh, do we want to win? You know, Josh McDaniels, and then all of a sudden you're going to Foxborough and you've got a shot at the AFC Championship game. So uh, it's weird. I'll, I'll give them a puncher's chance. I'll I'll go five or ten percent just because I feel we both feel Titans hadn't put a game together this year. And that's not to say that I expect them to to go out there and do it, but I'm I'm still not going to totally rule that out. I mean, you could see Marcus Mariota. You could see that some of the progression that he made last week, you know, looking off a of safety and using his eyes again. So that was good to see. Uh, you know, if he plays at a high level and the receivers don't screw up too terribly uh, and he doesn't turn the ball over, Titans are able to run the ball and they can get a fast start, then, yeah, there's 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 no reason why this team can't give New England a game uh you know like we said at the beginning of this podcast though number 12 is on the other side and and he's a killer uh and he's gonna get his I don't care what defense he's playing he's going to get his so uh they're gonna have to score points they're probably going to have to score 30 to even think about winning this game uh, but I'm not gonna say they don't have that they don't have no chance Right, and that's the thing. I mean, we're we're feeling better about this offense than we did a, mo- a month ago, and we talked back then about how we would feel this team heading into the off season would basically be based on how Marcus Mariota was playing at the end of the season, and we, we feel better about that at this point. So, hey, it's the playoffs; anything can happen, and and if they do put together a complete game, I mean, I think they could go up there and win. But I just my my. Uh, confidence in the fact they're going to be able to do that is not very high at this yeah point. they're for what 18 now <laughs> right so. yeah absolutely so that, that's that's the issue but mark mike malarkey keeps saying every week you know one, one day they're going to do it so maybe this will be the game all right uh that's pretty much all we have for tonight 
tomorrow night we will be joined by Mark Schofield. Uh, I hope I'm saying that right, of Locked On Patriots. So we'll get his take on this game, on this team. We'll ask him about the article from ESPN, about you know all the things uh, swirling around this team, about the status of guys like James White, Rex Burkhead, Chris Hogan, guys that have missed practice you know, as of Tuesday this week. But we'll watch what happens and what he thinks their chances are of playing. Because I do think that... If it is just Deion Lewis, like it has been the last couple of weeks, I mean, I, I think that that helps the Titans some because you don't have, uh, you know, James White's obviously a huge threat in the passing game. Rex Burke has proven to be the the same as well. So, um, you know, we'll we'll check on the injury status of all those guys tomorrow when we talk to Mark. So be sure and check that out. Terry, anything we need to hit before we get out? That's all I got tonight. All right, sounds good. So, like I said. Uh, tune in tomorrow. We'll be talking to Mark from Locked On, Ti- or Locked On Patriots. Check out our site, musicmiracles.com. Uh, you know, if you're new here, if this is the first time you're hearing the podcast, search it out on, on iTunes, wherever you get your podcast, Locked On Titan. Subscribe. You'll get the newest episodes as soon as they're posted. Check out musicmiracles.com. We'll have a lot more on this game. And, you know, obviously, whatever happens, we'll be covering Titans throughout the offseason. Um, sometimes that's you know that can be the most fun part of writing uh, about this free agency to draft all that kind of stuff. So we'll have you covered through all that. So thanks for listening to Locked On Titans. Uh, follow us on Twitter at T Lambert FB is Terry at J Morris MCM. That's me. Um, check us out there, and we will talk to you tomorrow. Thanks for listening to the Locked On Podcast Network. But why stop now? Check out the daily Locked On Podcast Network for your favorite NBA team. Find it right now in your favorite podcast app and be sure to subscribe or follow so you never miss an episode. The Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.